Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. So glad you could join us. We are the show that is freeing America. One enslaved mind at a time, but because we're on digital platforms, you can share this far and wide, and we're going to need the marching feet of the great ignorant masses. And we still have a lot of them out there. People are waking up, and more people are becoming determined. It is true, we've made progress, but we're not making progress fast enough. And so we need big, big numbers soon, soon, soon. So please share this. <clears throat> Excuse me, and i got to take care of a little business before we start. But this is important business, and Bob Griswold, our guest coming up, we had a discussion off-air, and I'm not going to mention any company names, but it parallels what I've been telling you. I've been getting across the board from many storable food companies. The government's buying them out, or they can't meet production quotas, or they're having all kinds of issues with transportation costs, and they're being driven out of business or driven to a very low production level. And right now at MPS... We're still meeting demand, but I don't know how long that's going to go on for. The government wants to control all food so they can control you. We're going to give you an obstacle at a greatly reduced price. They have not raised prices. I cannot believe they still have sales, but they do. Restaurant-quality food, um, it's high-calorie. You want high-calorie because you're trying to stay alive. And um, 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And I'm worried about taking down the grid. Um, my broadcast partner on the Doug and Dave Intel Report, Doug Thornton, has said that's our glass jaw. And it certainly is. And my former congressman, Trent Franks, you know, wrote monumental letters to Obama saying, get off your butt and do something about the grid. And he did. He did the grid X drills and told the Chinese how to take our grid down and the Russians too by letting them participate in the drills. So, ladies and gentlemen, if the grid comes down, and I probably should say when it comes down, are you going to have water? No. What will you have to do? Scavenge. What do you need? Water filtration. Well, I represent what, on research, on paper, they say is the best out there. There's a lot of good companies with a lot of good water filtration systems, but this is among the best. But the problem is, is I'm the last vendor in the United States. They stopped uh, selling because they thought they were out. They have no way to replace and they're in a position now where they found some in the supply chain and they may be the lone vendor until they're gone. And when they're gone, they're gone. The Alexa Pure Pro water filter has proven itself many times. They have not raised prices either. And they still have a special while supplies last. There is no limit. I represent, I, I, I recommend a water filter per person in your family. Why? Because what if you have to travel any kind of distance? Maybe you have to walk a half a mile to a lake. I mean, if you, you need volume at that point in time, one is not going to do it. And as they say, three is two, two is one, one is none. I recommend one per family member. Why you can get them, go to waterwithdave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. And one more, one more. How, much, how many of you have all of your assets in the bank? Your 401k, you say? <laughs> That's in the bank. Your IRA? <clears throat> yeah. What happens when they falter, right, when they fail? Everything goes up in smoke. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was spending uh, the weekend with my niece, and we were going through old family albums, dividing things up in preparation for her move. And, wow, we had some really rich relatives on my mom's side. The depression wiped them out. I don't want that to happen to you. So you need to call Noble Gold because they'll show you how they can protect your IRA. They'll show you how you should diversify and just keep operating capital in the bank, they will help you have a softer landing. No one's going to have a soft landing, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. But how you can have a softer landing, I am a customer of Noble Gold. 
You should be too. Go to goldbeforelate.com to get free material, and then you'll have to call them because they're not pushy. Goldbeforelate.com. Well, we're going to go to Bob Griswold before it is too late, and we're going to be talking about a number of things. Bob, welcome to the show. I hope that you had, with the day gone by now, uh, an enjoyable Father's Day. I know I did. How was yours? Well, Dave, you know, went to church and uh, always uh, spent time with my family. I have three boys, so, um, you know, uh, my youngest son, all of them, you know, just told me how much I influenced their life and how much I meant to them. And, you know, it, it's it's humbling to hear those things, you know, because my, my philosophy is there's, there's really no such thing as a good parent. Um, let me qualify that. We all, we it, good parents, we, we all, no matter what it is, we don't have an instruction manual, so to speak. You know, we have the Bible. We tell them to be faithful. We tell them to tell the truth. So we do the best we can. We pour our hearts into it. And in the end, gosh, you know, God does the rest. And I, I look right now as such a blessed man that I have three sons serving the Lord. Uh, my youngest son is getting ready to be married. Uh, we love his future wife. And so, you know, I could not be a more blessed man than I am now. Uh, you know, I've done a lot of things in life, and some of it you know, some I can talk about, some of it I can't. But nothing uh, is what I would say um, takes the place of being a successful father and husband. Um, it's my greatest reward in life, and I just want to wish um, all the fathers out there who pour time into their children's lives, you know, who mentor them, and, and we see what happens when it doesn't happen, you know, in, in the black community where, where um, the liberal you know, welfare system has destroyed fatherhood, you know, young men, Need, we, we, young men. I, I was one one time ago when you know T Rex used to roam the planet. Um, you know, we have these strong passions. You know, we, we have a lot of testosterone flowing around our bodies, and you know, it, without the guidance and, and oversight of a good father who can temper those, we can go off in bad tangents real quick. You know, because we have such passion that, the, that all the you know hormones and flow in our body bring. So to, to fathers that have that have invested the time, that have helped temper young men, um, I, I, I just say kudos to you. Kudos, because uh, that's what we need so bad in this country, fathers who are strong men, good leaders, fathers who pull the string, not try to push it, and fathers who are not, uh, you know, they're not absent on duty, AWOL, the fathers who have invested their time in their children. God bless you. I mean, I mean that. God bless you, because you have done a very, very noble thing. And the same thing uh, to the mothers out there. I mean, you know, uh, Dave, there's a quote by a, a guy named William Wallace, not the Braveheart guy, William Ross Wallace. Um, and it says, she who rocks the cradle rules the nation. It's a poem. You can read it. William Ross, uh, w- William Ross Wallace. She who rocks the cradle rules the nation. And and we just so underestimate the value of that. You know, the the the, the liberal whack jobs say you know it's a community effort to raise children. No, it's not. It's a parental issue. God <clears throat> ma- mandates the mother and father to raise children, and that's what we need to be today, mentoring our children. Because literally, when you rock the cradle. And you I mean when you take care of it, you, your children run up, grow up to rule the nations. Oh, I agree with that. But um, here we're rocking the cradle, and we encourage that. But uh, now we're going to take a turn, and we're going to rock the boat because yes. there's a lot going excellent, on in our country analogy. right now that is not good. It's not good, ladies and gentlemen. And we love all of you, and we are decidedly Christian on this show, and Bob alluded to that. Thank you very much, Bob. We are decidedly Christian. We are pro-America, America first. Darn it. To heck with uh, Merrick Garland calling me a domestic terrorist. He's a traitor. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Bob Griswold is going to tell us something about teacher certification in the state of Minnesota. And this is close to my heart because I'm a former educator. I've taught everything from ninth grade to postgraduate. Bob, what's going on there? Well, uh, this is a story. Um, I, I started reading it maybe, you know, at the bottom of the hour, uh, about 6.30. I, I actually, I picked it up at 7.30 here my time. But uh, it's on Liberty Sentinel, uh, libertysentinel.org. And it talks about, coming soon to Minnesota, teachers must demonstrate a Marxist worldview to obtain their teaching certificate. And, and this is what I tell people. You, you, you always ask, and uh, what, what do we need to be doing? The decisions that were faced 
are going to be hard decisions, you know, coming out of the system. And I understand the difficulties, especially for single parents. Um, It's going to be very, very difficult. And this is where we must join together because uh, even making um, educational co-ops that we can put our children in so that we can get them out of this system because the education system today has proven itself to be completely perverse completely Marxist, and its one goal is not to, so children can go up and understand a quadratic equation, or the special theory of relativity, or, you know, any scientific fact, how many moons does Jupiter have, that, that's nothing to do with that. It, everything they, they, they geared around is the sexual exploitation of their children, and, you know, turning your child into a good Marxist. And the Babylon Bee did a parody on it the other day. You know, one thing one thing parents miss when they homeschool is their children don't get a chance to become a gay communist. Um, <laughs> you caught me off guard with that one. But no, amen to that, my brother. Amen to that. I love the Babylon Bee. I love them. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, they, they, that's not my material. That's theirs, so I want to make her accredited. Yeah, but it says funny. here, I'm just reading from the, the the article, the Minnesota Teachers Teachers Licensing Board called the Professional Educators Licensing and Standard Board. Uh, each member uh, was appointed by Governor Walz and uh, is fast-tracking its new teacher requirements. The standards, the new standards will be uh, embedded in basic Marxist pr- principles such as uh, critical race theory, sexual fluid identity, and gender, gender politics in all Minnesota schools. So uh, we see this happening. Now, uh, with that, I want to set some bookmarks, you know, bookends Mm -hmm. um, on this program tonight. Because, you know, again, we want to understand the beginning and the ends. We want to understand what's going on, as I said last time. Before before you go down that road, back up, back up, back up. How do you demonstrate a Marxist worldview according to the credentialing system for teachers in Minnesota? Well, I mean, uh, again, you know, it, basically it takes a village to raise a child. It, it, there's no more individuality. Is this an essay Marxism, that they have to write, though, Bob? Yeah, Marxism is group thought, group vote, you know, majority thought. It's The, the, the Bill of Rights were, the, well, they, they said it best in the Middle Ages, the law, uh, instead of the law is king, which that's the Bill of Rights, the king is law. Now, you could re- replace king with majority. So the majority becomes law. And, and what they want to do is turn everybody into a co-op that you can't excel as an individual. You have to excel as a group. And what that does is it takes the cream of the crop, the, the, the higher, you know, the people that were gifted with higher intellect, and has to pull them down so that everybody's the same. Because in, in a Marxist situation, you can't have people that excel. You have to have everything the same. You can't have uh, any anything that people are, you know, uh, physically. Um, I've read, you know, and in, in, you know, their their principles that biceps, boys that have biceps, that's that's racist because it. it I mean, I'm, I'm, Doug, Dave, I'm, I'm being serious. Biceps are sexist and racist. Yeah, well, Doug Thornton's in big trouble then. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got some of the biggest biceps I've ever seen. But, yeah. but um, Bob, Bob, so before you, before you leave that point, though, this is so so important. Though, I was thinking about this today. You're getting into the area of toxic masculinity, and this is so important connected to Father's Day that uh, I'm going to say something to you, liberals, who might hear this broadcast for you tune out. Uh, you may hate toxic masculinity. You may hate Doug Thornton's biceps, his war record, his service to the government in terms of the DHS and what he did and how he stood up to Antifa. You may hate that. But when the Chinese come a-calling, you'll say, where are all the men? Toxic masculinity will save your life. That, that's precisely right. You know, I, I had I had a friend, a very good friend, who was in law enforcement. Uh, a Marine's a Marine guy. Uh, you know, very, what you consider type A personality, and they kicked him off the police force because they said he was too, um, you know, they, they drummed up a reason. I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to give any uh, identification to it, but he got kicked off the police force after a long and distinguished career because he was too toxic as a mask, as a man. And you know what that means. He was he was a man, he, and they, they kicked him off the force. Wow. So, uh, but, but again, I want, I want to bookmark this uh, with, with what we're going to talk about tonight by two, two scriptures, okay? First of all, 
you know, Noah being warned of things to come, moved with godly fear. We always accuse of being fear mongers, and I am a fear monger, but not in the sense that, you know, uh, the chicken little fear monger. I'm a fear monger saying, listen, God says this is coming. You better fear it. It's, it's not, you know, some abstract fear. I'm telling you, God is going to bring judgment on this world, and unless you fall in line with the pattern that God has given, you're going to fall under that. And if you know, the Bible says it's a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the Almighty as, as in judgment. You know, and so for all the years that Noah was preaching, I mean, preaching the gospel, the, 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 the preaching of repentance, but while the ark was being built, you know, nobody listened. And what do you think, what do you think Noah was preaching all those years? Do you think he was preaching to the antediluvians? Listen! We serve a God. It's your best life now, guys. Uh, you know, God wants to give you health, wealth, and prosperity. Uh, you know, it, it, God loves you. I mean, it, you know, can you imagine if you took the gospel gospel today and, and try to juxtapose that on Noah, that that's what he preached to the antediluvian world, that the things that, that, that you know, the, the so-called, you know, shepherds of the sheep preached today. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time day to to the to the people who are claimants as steve grail calls them you know the people who want to just sit in church and hear the good stuff you know he preached repentance to them he preached judgment coming and anybody who heard that could have done something about it while the ark was being built you know coulda woulda shoulda um and they didn't. And so when the judgment came, and this is what we're going to be seeing here, and I think in a very, very short period of time, Dave, you know, oh my gosh, Noah was right. Hodges was right. Quail was right. Thornton was right. You know, the ark, I, I should have listened. I want to get on the ark. But the door's closed. And, and there'll be no second chance at that point once the door closes. And, and they'll be banging on the door to get in. Just like the ten virgins, five were wise, five were foolish. They all looked alike until the day came when the bridegroom came, and the five foolish ones were like, 
let me in. Give me some of your stuff. Nope, I don't have enough if you do. And so Noah, we have to understand, so when you listen to Hodges or, or any of the Adams, whatever, talking this, you know, it is the message of the day. It might not be stuff you want to hear. It, it's, not the, it's not the false gospel of prosperity of, of, you know, God owes you everything. It's the truth. Now, you can choose to listen to the truth or not. And on the, on the other side of that, in, in the book of Kings, it was Jehoshaphat. And um, so the king said to Jehoshaphat, there is still one man, Micaiah, uh, the son of Imlah, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, by whom we may inquire of the Lord. But I hate him. That's what he said. I hate him because yeah. he does not prophesy good things but evil. Um, and, and so that's what we're hearing. Hey, listen, I want somebody to preach something good to me. I want to hear good stuff, you know. Uh, I don't want to hear this judgment stuff. And so, you know, that's where everybody's at today. Now, I'd say the people listening to this program, that might resonate with them. So let's just take a few minutes of time we have, and let's look. You know, Dave, if we look at cracks in the system, you know, it speaks a lot. You see stress cracks. You know, I used to be a building contractor. And I remember, you know, you could see stress cracks in the concrete, if you poured concrete and something didn't go well. In fact, I remember in Florida when I was a, um, a, a building contractor, um, you know, there's this building, it was called Harbor K, they were building it, and they were, they were going a little fast, and the stress cracks started developing, uh, you know, throughout the whole structure because the concrete didn't have time to harden enough. And by the time they got to the fifth floor, the building couldn't handle the, the weight anymore. And all the there was people working in all of those floors, and boom, 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 down it came, and there was a death toll involved. And I, I forgot the name of the, Remember that condominium that just collapsed about a year ago? Yes. And they mm-hmm. saw all the stress cracks developing. People were living in it, and it just was it three hundred people died. I forgot what it was, but boom, 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 it came down. People ignored the stress cracks. You know, this this building's been here for a long time. It can't fall down. Dave, do you remember the name of that building, the one condominium in, in South Florida that just I, it all? I, well, there was there was also some controversy attached to that too because they thought it was a cover up of evidence that was stored there uh, related to a criminal event. But but yes, I do remember, but I don't remember the name. Yeah. So, but anyhow, there were stress cracks throughout the building, and as and as a former general contractor, I know what those those things. You can have minor stress cracks, or you can have major stress stress cracks. Both those buildings that came down developed major stress stress cracks. So, if we look at our system today, do we have minor stress cracks, or do we have catastrophic stress cracks? Uh, you know, and, and so I I want to be Noah. I want to preach to you or share with you. Uh, that's probably a better word, that judgment is coming to this nation, and it's going to be catastrophic, and to the world, okay? The whole world is going to come under this, and there'll be out there, there will be people out there that say, you know, they never preach anything good, it's always bad, you know, but we move with holy fear, and when we do, you know, uh, I'm sure Noah was accused of being, oh my gosh, Noah's at it again, but, you know, in the end, who saved his family? And all the people that lost their family, so you, you can you can have a judgmental attitude towards a message of judgment, or you can say, "Does this resonate with God's word? Does it resonate with it? Is it does it have the mark of truth to it? Even though I might not like it, does it have the mark of truth?" So let's look at some of the stress cracks in the system. Okay. And Dave, this this should go right up your alley because I think this is your 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 field of um, profession, uh, mental health. Are there stress cracks in the mental health system and the mental stability and uh, in this country today, Dave? Do you see, I mean, as a, as a psychologist, do you see stress cracks throughout the whole system of our, our from young people all the way to the old people? Uh, it, are there stress cracks that show this nation is mentally unhealthy? Would you, would you care to answer that? Well, not only that, some of the people who I trained with uh, a long, long time ago to provide mental health services, I, I hear from some of them occasionally and uh, they would love to come on my show and talk about the, what's going on but they're afraid the insurance companies will cancel them so they don't but yes the short answer is yes it's, what are some it's of the signs exponentially. Of, of, of mental health issues what are some of the signs that would you would see when you'd say mm, early uh, on early on yes. it's or even late on 
externalization of anger is early, and this is why I think we're seeing so many road rage incidences and trouble in stores and people fighting each other over positions in line. And that's that's kind of the beginning where your stress begins to overflow. But also, too, if you have uh, genetic tendencies towards certain disorders, depression, bipolar, whatever it could be, uh, stress can prolonged stress can actually bring that out. And right now, since we have two-thirds of Americans living paycheck to paycheck, we have a lot of exacerbating effects of stress that's showing up in mental health. What would you say about a nation whose mental health denies the obvious reality of truth? I mean, you know, boys can be girls, girls can be boys. I mean, what's up and down? I mean, is that would that be a sign of a catastrophic health issue if you were to de- de- deny the basic reality of science-proven facts? I would say it this way. Um, Denial is kind of like using your credit card to pay your monthly bills. Eventually, you pay the fiddler. You can keep the problem at bay for a while by denial, but eventually it hits you like a boomerang in the face. And what would you say about a society that that we we are the largest consumer of mental health drugs on the planet? Um, I mean, would that be an indicator that the society is not healthy? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, so much, okay, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy, those five need levels everyone's seen that's adapted for so many uses, but at the bottom of that, it, to achieve good uh, success in life, just to achieve normalcy, to survive, at the bottom are your basic needs. And right now, the Biden administration's economic policies are threatening our basic needs. And that's the core of your security, the, the core of your mental health. And yes, it's exacerbating and it's only going to get worse. But I will tell you this. When you do this in a prolonged fashion to a large group of people, you're actually satisfying one of the precursors for civil war. Well, that, that's a point I was going to get to bring it up. It's precisely right. I mean, we have a deluded society and a society that is so mentally unstable. Dave, I have never seen, like you said, road rage, anger, violence, uh, the denial of reality, and, and then they have to mask it all with, uh, with drugs. So we, we don't have a, a lot of time to hit each subject, but I want to just go through the subjects because when you add them up, it, it's not a, uh, what do they call it, a linear thing. It, it's um, exponential. When you start adding all these things, each one exacerbates the other. Uh, education. I mean, we see major cracks in the educational system today. I mean, it has gone away from teaching the theory of relativity or how many planets, uh, moons Jupiter has, you know, light year, what's the freezing temperature of water, who, the, the history of our country. We, we don't teach those things anymore. Well, I mean, it is a complete uh, just breakdown of basic education, teaching students the most ridiculous things in the world. I mean, education is a system where the educational systems hey, say, listen, you know what's really important? Not that students could add, but what's really important, we've got to put tampons in the boys' bathroom. I, know. I mean, again, again, that goes back to the first issue. Uh, but So education in this country has completely broken down. I, just my public school education, when I went through you know, school, uh, basically starting, uh, I guess, in you know early 1960s, all the way up until I graduated high school in 1974, I think I got a fairly good education because history classes taught history, science classes taught science, math class. I mean, I learned what a quadratic equation is and learned how to figure them out, you know, pi, square, root, all this stuff. I, I learned all that stuff. Today, kids don't learn it. They have no clue. And I talk to them. When I meet a, when I meet a high school kid today, I, I just, just it's interrogation by conversation, just start asking them some questions about their math class, what do you learn? And it's just like, oh my gosh, they don't know anything. Um, and so that's point two, the finance. Are we seeing com- complete catastrophic breakdown of the financial system of not only the United States, but the world, the cryptocurrency breaking down? The monetary system, we're deep, deep, deep in debt, inflation. You know, the, the whole financial system has come crumbling around us. And, and when I want to reference this back to Babylon, there comes a day that the, that the future Antichrist empire, Babylon, comes crumbling down, crashing down, and that's when everybody, all the merchants of the earth stand back and go, oh my gosh, the, the world's destroyed. Who's going to buy our stuff anymore? Because the whole system's then been destroyed, and it's based on finance. Dave, you know, uh, so that's point three, finance. Uh, point four, water. Uh, th- this country and world are running out of potable water, especially where you're at. We're having a, what a once-in-a-thousand-year, um, you know, uh, crisis with water. And Lake Powell's at its lowest level, ever, I think, since 
than, than, than Hoover Dam has been built. And then on the other hand, you might see extreme water. What happened in Montana and, and that? I mean, there's water issues everywhere. In fact, there's been times when even bottled water has run out. Uh, you haven't been able to get it, uh, which the other thing, so that's the other thing, uh, the food system. Is the food system breaking down? Are there cracks in the food delivery system in this country between the dead animals, the bird flu, it's killed 70 million chickens just in the United States. Uh, China, if we remember back, which we, we don't, we our, our collective memories probably in you know, three or four days with the internet. But how many pigs? A quarter of the world's pigs were destroyed a few years ago because of a uh, of swine flu. Um, and then we see that all this beef dying now, along with the uh, you know the anti-protein people. Um, what is it? Well, I can think of an acronym for them. Anti-protein people, the people want us to eat, you know, not, not, you know, meat protein, beef protein, chicken protein, fish protein, or pork protein. I mean, they want us to eat bug-proof protein. So, um. <laughs> you're right. You know, you're, listen, that's why they're taking away the meat. Uh, well, that's exactly right. And, and then, you know, all the recalls, oh my gosh, 10 million pounds of steak found <clears throat> to have something wrong with it. And so, yeah, where, where, where'd you destroy that meat, by the way? So you recalled all that meat. Where, where, can you just, let I me mean, just fill me in. Where'd, where'd you burn it all? That, that, that's that. Well, you know, we destroyed it. We had to incinerate the food. What, do we use this incinerator here? Yada, yada, yada. No, I mean, we buried it. You know, No, nothing. It's just, oh, you know, all this meat had to be destroyed because it had some bug possibly, and it just disappears. We don't know what happens to it. Peanut butter. Now, I just read the other day, there's a peanut butter shortage coming. Um, so on every level, we see the destruction of our food system, the cracks in the whole food system. So, I mean, so far, mental health, education, finance, water, food. Dave, is, is the peace of the world, is there cracks in the peace of the world? When I mean peace, I mean, you know, lack the war. I mean, do we yeah, see the, war, cracks, the world going no. on to a war footing right now? No, there's not cracks, my friend. There's uh, the Grand Canyon. I mean, we're on the verge of World War Three. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and again, this isn't just the United States because they, <clears throat> I really do, uh, first and foremost, I mean, I have to always go back and see what conquered Rome. Was it um, Barabbas with his sword? Was it some militia group? Putting this, bringing it into the future concerning the New World Order? Is it some militia group that is going to, you know, take their AR 15s and stuff and, and attack and, and regain America? Or. Was it what back in the Roman days was the, the preaching of the twelve given to them by Jesus, what eventually overcame and destroyed the Roman Empire, brought it crumbling down because the gospel of peace really won out in the end. It wasn't it wasn't the, the sword that beat Rome; it was the message of peace, and that's why I'm at today. But with that said, because that's my position, is you know attacking the government and thinking you could overturn the government because we're going to have some militia raise up against them and shoot them all. Have have you know have fun dreaming that one up, um, you know what's going to overcome them in the end is first of all is the returning Jesus Christ when he slays them all by the, by the power of his word. <laughs> Amen. But but they they can't handle the message of peace. They hate the message of peace. They hate me telling God came to earth as a man in in the form of Jesus Christ and he preached the gospel and he said blessed are the peacemakers for they should be called the children of God and the and the message of peace that we preach, that peace between God and man through the blood of Jesus Christ, and that peace between me and my black brothers, my Asian brothers, my uh, Mexican brothers, my, you know, uh, Native American brothers, you know, I, I, you know, they can't handle that. Oh, you've got to hate these people. They're a different color than you are. You've got to hate them. They don't like you and you don't like them. Um, that's the message that I listen to at the world. I mean, you remember Hunter Biden? Um, have him on tape. Throwing out the N word a bunch of times. Do you remember that one, Dave? Um, you know, well, his dad Joe wasn't far behind when he talked about racial integration of schools. Yeah. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals from My Pillow. For example, they've got half off My Pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he basically um, referred to him as a, as a lower life form. Um, 
well, he didn't basically do it. He did do it. Um, and, you know, on over and over again, he, he he's insinuated that uh, African-American people are less intelligent than um you know, uh, other race people. Um, and so that, and I, and I want to state that I categorically deny that. What I, what I, what I admit is the lack of fathers will translate absolutely in a society to the development of children, especially males. The lack of fatherhood, and, and you know, today is probably the liberals' worst day ever. They hate Father's Day mm-hmm. um, because they want the family to break down because it gives them the ability to exploit and to make more laws because, oh, we've got to control these people. We need laws to do it. Um, and, and, and so that's what we see, and that's why they destroy fatherhood. So we see peace leaving the earth, the big crack there. How about faith, Dave? Did you see the article recently that the largest number ever of Americans have said they don't believe in God? Um, and that's, that's a huge one. I mean, you know, when, when you have nations that deny God, as the Black Book of Communism says, you have a lot of body bags that kind of follow that. Um, you know, godless states have one thing in common, a lot of body bags. I think that's the quote out of the Black Book of Communism. So we're seeing faith on all levels being destroyed in this nation, cracks in it. I mean, no biblical, biblical orthodoxy is out. Now, we can't have that anymore. And we have to have entertainment we have to have you know all the this stuff going on we have to we have to understand it and kind of like go along adapt the principles of the world and you know have dog and pony shows up on the on the stage but not the preaching people don't want to hear orthodox christianity they, that's that's so old i mean we're we're more enlightened than that and and this is basically what has taken over the whole theological system of the united states and all of the the the, the theological institutions whether it's episcopalian methodist Lutheran, Baptist, whatever. They're just filled, and it's just not the Catholic Church is filled with pedophiles. I mean, we, the Baptists, they just discovered that the Baptists were hiding the same thing. All these preachers and teachers in the Baptist Church were, you know, playing hanky-panky with the, with their, with the Sunday school kids, and they'd hidden it all. And so we've seen a complete breakdown of the faith of the United States and the world. They no longer, as the Bible says in the end times, want sound doctrine. They want things itching ears. You know, hey, I've got this special knowledge I can give you. Or, you know, listen, God's not a bad guy. He wants you to have all the fun. I mean... Gosh, you know, so you had ten affairs. You know, it's it didn't really mean much. I mean, that's what we see. I mean, I, I I'm stunned when I see preachers that are caught in in you know sexually immoral activity, and they go away for a couple weeks and get their healing and come back and preaching in the pulpit again. I mean, it's it's absolutely disgusting. So again, just to recap, so far I'm only halfway through mental health, education, finance, water, peace, faith. Bob, I want to go back to... We are seeing, um, in fact, there's an article here. Bob, uh, Bob, before you go to that next article, I want to go back to an old topic here because I'm not sure I would know what to do if I wanted to teach in Minnesota. Not that I do. And I have friends in Minnesota. In fact, uh, some of my sister's in-laws live there. So love the people, uh, just absolutely hate their government. But how do you prove you're a Marxist as far as the certification? Did they cover that? Do you have to write an essay? Do you have to raise your right hand and promise to uh, serve uh, Satan or Stalin? Well, what they're what do going to do? do is they're going to they're going to do uh, patterns of life study on you. They're going to look at all your um, you know your social media activity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're going to look at you know what church you go to. They'll look at where you spend your money. I mean, the patterns of life, you cannot get away from your patterns of life, okay? What you do, what you buy, what you say, where you go, all those things are going to come in, and they're going to look at you and go, hey, you know, you go to, um, you know, True Faith Church. And you know, do you know what they preach? That homosexuality is wrong. You, you know, you donated money to the Republican Party, Donald Trump. We never saw this happen. You know, you gave money to truckers that just didn't want to have tyranny you do you know that you don't that doesn't meet the criteria to be a teacher so that's how it'll be done i mean you know you can't get away from the patterns of life and so all of you they'll break you down socially mentally everywhere how you spend your money and that's that's that'll be the criteria and we see it happening already if you at all uh, don't hold the woke ideology. You know, Dave, I don't hate, you know, people of homosexual nature. I understand it's wrong, and it is wrong. It's, it goes against what God says. It goes against nature. Um, a society that practices that in whole will be a dying society because you don't reproduce. 
And so it's not that I hate them. It's just this is science, and it's science 101. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, the CDC has all kinds of things that people who practice that lifestyle, you know, that. And I don't, I don't wish them any ill will. I, I want to see best for people. So I, in, in my thing, the best is, I mean, if I see a kid playing with matches, I don't, you know, I don't sit there and go, have fun playing with the matches. I, I say, listen, you're probably not ready to play with those matches yet, and you might burn yourself or burn the house down because you just don't know how to handle fire, and fire is dangerous. So, I mean, if I warn somebody, I mean, you know, if I warned you driving down the street with your eyes closed, might not be the best thing to do. You know, that's horrible. How dare you tell people? What are you purchased against blind people? I mean, that's what what it does, and so um, you know, you just understand that that is the way it is. And so again, you know, the point, the next point, is the energy system in this world breaking down? I mean, do you see the energy of this world? I mean, we're running out of fuel. And we haven't seen at all what diesel fuel is going to do, which diesel controls the entire delivery system in the United States from trains, planes, automobiles, and, you know, tr- tractor trailers. And so that's breaking down. And it's not breaking down. They're breaking it. I mean, they're, they're dynamiting it. They, they, they're actually actively dynamiting the, these, the, the delivery mechanism. And this is the thing I want to say, Dave. You know, let's just pick a particular thing, trucking. Okay, let's just say I destroy trucking. So the tire companies don't need to make those big tires anymore because not too many trucks are going. So that that company retools and starts making something out. Out. So the the box, the people that make the boxes, you know, that the trucks deliver on the big diesel engines, the tractor trailers, all the little components that go into making a tractor trailer. Um, you know, all of a sudden you go from say you have a million units on the road to maybe fifty thousand units on the road. That whole industry collapses. It's it's not. That, that, you know, okay, well, we need to make a million tractor trailers again. The whole system that makes those tractor trailers has retooled or gone out of business and is doing something else. So you cannot just overnight say, well, we, let's make another million tractor trailers, and, you know, 30 days later, you have a million more tractor trailers on the job. It, ta- it would take decades to fix that system because you have to have, then have everybody go back and retool to make that all, all that stuff. Um, you know, again, you know, just an example is, you know, rebuilding a Saturn V engine. All that technology has been lost. I was reading today that you could not build another Saturn V engine because there was a lot of stuff that wasn't even written down on making that engine, and the, the, those people that have made it are long gone. And so that technology is gone, and it would take time to rebuild that technology. And so it, it, it's it's when you destroy a system like shipping, tractor trailers, air traffic, whatever it is, it's destroyed. So we see this energy sector of the of the world being destroyed, and that is going to cascade into everything. So another big crack, agriculture. Do we see agricultural oh, yeah. cracks in the system? Yeah. Failure of crops, destruction of crops, and I'm going to have to pick it up here. How about livestock, Dave? Are there cracks in the livestock? How many, again, pigs? They had a quarter of the world. Let me ask you, what... Died. What do you think killed those cattle in Kansas? Um, well, I, I mean, I, I'm conjecturing. I mean, you know, I, I was listening to several people, of, of uh, you know, livestock farmers that said, you know, my, my cows in Texas had the same heat. They, they, they did the same thing. And, and they said, you know, there's protocols you, that you put in place that when the heat gets there, first of all, you stop feeding them grain. Uh, fescue grass is also bad. Um, so they said there's protocols you do, and you go and you take a tanker truck full of water and, and kind of you know hose them down just to, so they can dry out, uh, cool off better. But there's protocols because each of those cows are two, three thousand dollars. I mean, I just bought a cow, Dave, and paid two thousand bucks for it. Um, it was a heifer, and she's pregnant, so I wanted the cow, and I bought it for two thousand bucks. So it's just not like oh, the cow died today. That's a big investment for me, you know. I've got a cow, and I and I, I bought a bull, and those are big investments. I take care of them. I go down there, and if I see the animals in stress, I'll call the vet, uh, make sure they have water. And as it is hotter out there, I make I don't give them as much grain, uh, more hay, uh, because that doesn't generate as much internal heat uh, heat in the animal. So there's protocols you take care of, and and this isn't just one farm that that's breaking this down. It's multiple farmers have lost livestock. 
So, I mean, to, to consider that all those livestock farmers that, are, that know the protocols to take care of animals under heat all just said, well, the hell with it, you know, we're going to all die. Um, I don't believe that. You know, one thing I will say is, you know, when most of you talk about biological weapons, we think of, you know, oh, my gosh, smallpox, Ebola, you know, I mean, even monkeypox now. Look at this. But we, we fail to understand that the biological weapons programs of the United States, Russia, China, you know, they have basically biological weapons. It's a, it's a trinity, an unholy trinity of how they develop biological weapons. They develop blights that can attack corn. Uh, wheat, all this thing. So you can have a big blight that d- d- destroys the, the the grains of a society. Uh, then you have animal biological weapons. So they might not affect people, but they'll kill cows. They're very specific. Kill pigs, kill chickens, like bird flu, 70 million chickens dead. We don't know the genesis of that. I suspect it probably came uh, from the king of the east, you know, um, China. I suspect a lot of it comes out of there. Um, and then, uh, obviously, we have the human biological weapons, which we see this retooling of the monkeypox um, that's, you know, supposed to be coming out of control, going out of control. But I think it's, speci- I think it's really specifically to a one uh, category of people that are getting the, the majority of it. Um, but, you know, again, you know, going back to Genesis, if you read these, these are all the judgments of God. We, again, how out of oak. How how Neanderthal to say God judgment? You know that's not the God I serve. You know the God I serve is gosh, he got a long white beard, he has red suit on, and he throws presents out. <laughs> how dare you? I mean, that's what modern theology teaches God is. But if you read the Holy Scripture, you understand that God does bring judgment on nations that sin. So we see the the, the agriculture and livestock energy system breaking down. Dave, how about communications? You know our ability to talk. And electricity, I'll, I'll combine the two together. Or, you know, you take electricity away, and all of a sudden, I t- turn the time machine on, I become H.G. Wells, I turn the time machine from 2022 to 1822. Oof, I, do a, I do a real quick H.G. Wells and zoom the clock back 200 years. Because without electricity, you literally go 200 years past in, in, in the back. I mean, everything comes to, comes to a quick and abrupt and you can't even live in most of the buildings they build today without electricity because there's no air circulation without the big motors that run the air circulation. The air becomes stagnant and probably unbearably hot or unbearably cold, depending on where you live. Fungus and mold would grow everywhere because you're not dehydrating the air and that all that moisture would allow. So all these buildings would not be in, uh, inhabitable. Um, you know, we we develop houses. I mean, in the 18th century houses, the ceilings were all 10 to 12 feet tall. So in the summer, the heat went up, and you didn't sit there and live in that unbearable heat. Um, but today, you know, you have houses that are not designed for cross breeze and all that. So your house would become untenable. No electricity, no air, no refrigeration, no communication. I mean, uh, obviously, no delivery of food, no refrigeration. I mean, like I said, the refrigeration even on a, com- a commercial scale as far as supermarkets. And we see the breakdown. We're being told, Dave, we're not, this isn't conjecture. We're being told, expect electricity shortages. I mean, how far is the Hoover Dam away from, and I want you to answer this question, how far is the Hoover Dam away right now from where it can't make electricity? I don't know the answer to that, but I know it's critical because they're finding dead mafia bodies in that body of water from drying up. Yeah, and so um, and, and we just see it, and, and obviously no new nuclear power plants are being built. They, there's a war against coal. Coal-fired plants are coming under uh, uh, thing, and at the same time, we see all these mysterious burning down of food delivery, and how long, Dave, before it starts going into the critical infrastructure? They, they're burning the food facilities down, but do you know how vulnerable our water supply, our food supply is, which we already see the food supply, but electricity, you know, um, you know, in the movie Rambo, he, and he just goes up there and takes his uh, M60 and starts shooting those transformers up on poles, and it turns the whole community off. He's attacking, and so you know, all that substations and all that are extremely vulnerable to terrorism. Um, 
you know, and with that said, Dave, you talk about mentally unstable. Did you see the poll recently that 50% of Democrat males under 50 believe that political assassinations are okay? Yeah, I saw that. It's yeah. scary. So, um, and if they do that, you know, they have plans. And, and I know the good people in federal law enforcement are showing that these leftist groups have plans to attack our infrastructure and to bring it down. So, I mean, the electricity you take so for granted, the communications you take so for granted, I, I'm telling you, it's coming down. And again, going back, Bob Griswold never says anything good. I hate him. I'm sorry. This is the word of God, and, and the good news is that God gives you an alternate. You know, Jesus warned, he said, you know, when you see Jerusalem surrounded about by armies, you know, hey, get out of there, because there's coming a time that's going to be very, very bad if you stay. See, the, the God I serve, the God of the Bible, does bring the judgment, but for those who listen to his voice, he always prepares an ark. He prepared Joseph to prepare, you know, to prepare food for her nation. He he warns over and over again. Jeremiah warned the people, and 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 when Israel did fall, Jeremiah was spared. And so we see over and over again God protecting His people. Psalm ninety-one. You know, we all like to say, "God, oh my, a thousand a flea in my hand. I'll be under His wing." All all this other stuff. You know, all the promises of Psalm ninety-one. Wow, I, I, that's me. But it says, he that dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. We have to dwell there. Well, you you just hit a really good uh, suggestion there. And this is where I want to go next. Because we've got, we can't cover everything, Bob, in one segment. But but we got a pretty good cross-section about how they're taking away the support systems necessary for life. So what's your recommendation to people? Kind of prioritize your answer here. What would you say? Blocking with God, obviously, is number one. He will not depart from you. But what should we be doing from a practical standpoint? Okay, again, and I cannot stress what you just said. Getting your heart right with the Lord God, because He will protect you. Letting Him infuse you with truth and courage at this time, because that's the only way you're going to stand. Nobody in hell is ever going to say, "I, you know, I had two per night vision, but now I'm roasting in hell. But at least I do. That's that's a conversation that's never going to happen. So, with that said, I just want to say, listen, what? Let's go back to the scripture and see what how he told people to prepare for judgment. One was to flee, and I would put that as a big umbrella. Are you living in a city that could be very dangerous if you're living in it? You can say, well, I can't leave. Well, I mean, if you don't leave, you might be somebody's breakfast one day, and I mean that literally, cannibalism. So, I mean, when you when you can't flee, I can't leave. Lot's wife biblical example. She didn't want to leave Sodom, you know, and because she, she left everything. I had to leave everything behind, my friends, my stuff, my, you know, I had to leave it behind. Well, you know, she couldn't make the transition, and she turned into a pillar of salt. She lost her life, so um, you can make that decision yourself, whether you flee the systems of this world. Um, two, Joseph and Noah, they prepared with food, water, and supplies. It's not rocket scientists, science. It's it's biblical truth, and that's what we need to be doing. We need to look at the things that we use every day, and I, this is again why they want to take weapons away from people. I would say buy as many um, box-fed magazines, thirty-round magazines. You can buy either for AK or AR. Make sure that you acquire a fair amount of ammunition for those two calibers, some nine millimeter, forty-five for a pistol, shotgun shells for a shotgun. And then practice with it. Um, I would set up an alternate, um, you know, system of communication because that's one thing I promise you is going to be taken away from us: the ability to communicate. Cell phones turned off, and they can do it very easily. Just look at when the president's in town; they turn off all cell phones in the area where he's at, so you couldn't set off a phone bomb or whatever um, it, while he's there. So you know, it's not hard to turn down the communication, take, turn it offline. If you have point-to-point communication, I would recommend doing that. And so, getting set up on communication, and then again, you know, me with um, being able to see at night. Half, if you can't see at night, you can't protect at night. You can't defend at night. Uh, night vision is a, an expensive item, but uh, again, it, how expensive is it? 
and when considering what's the alternate. If I can't see at night, I can be victimized at night. I can have all my stuff taken from me at night. Uh, bad people do bad things at night. Night vision, Dave, you've got it. It's it's scary how good you can see with it. I mean, it's that it is that good. So I I just can't emphasize enough the 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 need to get those things. And then you know some medical supplies. And I don't mean just boo-boo and band-aid stuff. I mean, you know, get um, see if you can pick up some antibiotics. Okay. Make sure you have uh, triple antibiotic creams, stuff for burns, burn gels, um, bandages, getting, getting those things, uh, just having a decent first aid kit. And then develop a mindset. You know, um, this is where turning the TV set comes uh, on so much. You know, I'm not going to listen. You mean turning it off? Yeah, turning, turning it off. It off. I, I don't want to watch it as the world pukes. Now, I will say this. I mean, on YouTube, you can still watch some very, very good videos. I just bought a little device sitting on my desk. I, I don't know Morse code very well, but I, it's just a little thing. It's uh, made by MFJ. And what it does is I have a little keyboard. I type my keyboard. I can put it in memory, do, 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 and it'll send it out in a burst and Morse code. So how many people do you think it can type? And understand Morse code at 100 words per minute. That's pretty not good. Many, That's not really many. Not many. Yeah, and I can save my message, type it in, put it in the memory, and then burst send it out at 100 words per minute. Now there's a there's a video online showing how to use that piece of equipment. So instead of watching as the world pukes, I've been watching that and practicing with that new little device I got. And you know, between the friend that maybe has the same unit, and we're sending messages back and forth, totally legal, at 100 words per minute. And it can still be broken because somebody could record it and slow it down. But generally, that's probably not going to be the thing. And um, so it allows me to uh, send and receive CW. I'm learning that. And and so those those communication skills I learn will save my life. Listen, it, it, we're, we're watching a bunch of perversion on TV in any way prepare me uh, for, for what's coming. No, it's going to numb me to what's coming because all of a sudden I start thinking wickedness is like, well, you know, laugh at it. It's kind of cool. But, you know, that's going to really dull you. Um, I want to turn that stuff off and then start training my mind. You know, and it might not be just radio, but, you know, I, I grow organic food. Um, we're going to give away a bunch of onions to, uh, to our church. We have a bunch of cabbage. We're going to give away to our church. Uh, our broccoli crop has come and gone. But Dave, I was out there this morning picking my breakfast, blueberries, fresh blueberries right off the trees, bushes, and eating them. Um, you know, and that's really neat to be able to do that. I grow things like turmeric. In fact, I sent some turmeric to Mike Adams, and he had it analyzed because he wanted to see how Griswold does it. And he called me up and said, Bob, that turmeric you sent me has the least chemical contamination of any turmeric I've ever looked at. And you know why I know that? Do you know how I know how to do that? Because I learned and put it into practice over years. I've been gardening for decades. And I've learned things. So I've turned the TV set off a long time ago. In fact, we got rid of cable 25 years ago and haven't ever had it since. Um, so those are things that we need to be doing right now. And I'm saying um, it's getting late. D Dave, do you know why I can grow those, eat those blueberries? Because I planted them 10 years ago. Do you know I'm going to have a bumper crop of pears this year? Because I planted those trees 25 years ago. Pears, apples, peaches. Nectarines. What about people that only have months left to prepare, though? It, it, there's some things. You, the only the only thing you can do at this point, you can learn some gardening if you have gardening, mm -hmm. and you can try hit and miss doing it, getting seeds. But they better call you. They better call somebody to buy food. I agree. Um, you know, we had Daisy Luther sure, on, and she taught my because, audience how to garden in your own apartment if you're yeah, in a hostile I mean, environment. You, know. you might be able to get some chickens. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if you're... You know, I wouldn't live in an HOA. I'd never live in one because it's just too restrictive. Um, I don't care how nice and fancy the house looked and how many swimming pools it had or whatever. You know, I live in I live in Bill Hill. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You know, um, <laughs> that, that that wouldn't bother me. No, and listen, we're right there with you. We're right there with you. We won't do HOA so, either. Yeah. When I mean Bill Hill, I mean you know, it's where doctors live. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't want to live there. Bob, we got about thirty seconds left. And I think you've given a pretty good cross-section, ladies and gentlemen. I know some of you are going to replay some of this, and you're going to start taking notes, and you should, because he gave you a good cross-section right here, about as good as you're going to hear in the time we have available. But, Bob, in 20 seconds, tell people how they can contact you, and uh, let's emphasize the fact that you'll talk to people for nothing, too. 
Absolutely. Call me tomorrow, Monday morning, um, 800-627-3809. Again, 800-627-3809. All preparation plans aren't the same. A lot comes in where you live, all, all family structure, all that comes into making a good plan. And my website's readymaderesources.com. Dave, I really would like to take a program and just de- delve into all the different man- means that you can communicate We're and the ways that, that you can maybe protect your communications from other people understanding it and, and deciphering it what you can do to um, use communication to your advantage well, because I'm telling you it is a powerful weapon Bob we are flat out of time but let's do that next that's a great suggestion Bob thanks for joining us good stuff folks you really want to dissect this and then share it thanks so much for joining us everybody and thank you Bob God bless Bye-bye. God bless you We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and I'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.